Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Good afternoon. I'm your host, DJ Hamilton, and welcome to another edition of the DJ Sports Show. In this episode, me and my good friend, Brendan, who I know you guys know, we did the NBA mock draft. That was a great episode. Got a lot of good feedback on that episode, breaking down the prospects in detail. We also done 10 Greatest Point Guards episode together and 10 Greatest Shooting Guards. This episode, we're going to talk about the 10 Greatest Small Forwards of all time, and we're really going to get into it. Um... I've been so busy with my website and stuff, so I didn't get to go, and like I'm, I'm about to be hosting my own basketball show here at New Paltz. Hope you guys, New Paltz students, tune into the web stream. I'll be 11 a.m. to 11.30 on Thursday mornings, DJ's basketball show. I'll be talking about the New Paltz basketball, NBA, and, and college basketball, stuff like that, anything basketball related, and I'm also just did my first announcement this um, past weekend. I announced the starting lines for a women's soccer team here at New Paltz. And Oneonta, as I played in Oneonta Red Dragons, and they defeated them one to nothing. And I'm gonna be announcing, getting ready for the basketball season. So, team, add those to my resume. Without further ado, we're gonna get into the show. Tell our Penguin small forwards, and yeah, hope you guys enjoy. Let's do it. Bigger, better, stronger, power. I did it for my mama, I told her when I was younger That I'ma be that number one, yep I'll be that number one I take it higher and higher, higher and higher I stay in fly attire, keep burning like that fire Steve Nash. I know it's been a while. I'm busy. Yeah, we've both been busy, man. Both schedules are hectic now, man. I know it's crazy. How you been at Buffalo? I've been good. Been chilling. Still doing good in school. Just chilling, yeah, honestly. Bro, when I was looking at my schedule for spring, so I'm looking at the graduation date. You have to apply to graduate for May 2022 by New Year's Day. So I gotta make sure I ask them how to do that. Yeah. My, so my graduation day, I'm a liberal arts science, so my graduation day will be on a Saturday, May 21st at 10 in the morning. I might, I might be able to go to that. I think because I think school ends by uh, then. I'm like, bro. So you're telling me I gotta get up? My whole family has to get up early, and we have to drive all the way an hour. I know it's not far, but like, damn. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, bro. Well, you know, homie's trying to get that bachelor's degree. Yes, sir. 
and then homie's gonna be applying to media jobs. You need at least a bachelor's degree. So once I get that, I'm set, and I feel like my resume is just hey, your resume loaded. is strong. You have a lot of stuff. Yep, bro. When they, when that guy from my former internship, he's saying I'm a journalism intern now. I just I just put um probably relations as journalism intern from when I did it from May. I just put May to present. <laughs> I just said I don't. <laughs> I'm not even gonna do a whole new one. I'm just gonna do May to present instead of May to August. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and I put co-creator or sports media blog, or I talk about giving sports blogs weekly, and then find podcasts. So it's crazy, bro. And then and that's not even counting when I do announcing. Once, because I already did my first starting lineups uh, Saturday. I did the starting lines for the women's soccer team for New Paltz versus the Only Out to Red Dragons. My our my school won one to nothing. Yes, sir. And then, uh, <laughs> yeah, and then next weekend she said I'm probably gonna do volleyball or field hockey. So, because there's no, there's, sadly, there's no home scrimmages for basketball. So she said that's why she's doing, making me do these, the practice okay. from starting lineups. Yeah, I was like, damn, really, no home scrimmages for either men or women. So it's like, damn, all of them are away. I'm like, that's crazy. Yeah. And she said it's totally volunteer. Like if I ever, if I'm ever going home for a weekend, I told her. She said, uh, just let her know ahead of time. So I'm most of the games, like I'm only doing home games, uh, cause because you know I'm a student, I have schoolwork to do and stuff. So yeah. It's gonna so, be hard so to travel. Like, yeah, so most of the games are like mostly after the winter break. So I'm definitely gonna be here a lot of the time doing those women and men's games. There's one game that's on a Wednesday, and I work Wednesday night, so I'm gonna have to tell her that's November 17th. I I thought I'd check the schedule to make sure that I don't have work those days, but signed out this morning that there's one game I definitely won't be able to do, which is November 17th, Wednesday at seven o'clock p.m. It's a men's game. They're they're playing Farmingdale. Okay. I mean, as long as you go to most of them, you should be fine. Yeah. And then there's some games like January 14th and 15th. That's probably during winter break. I probably won't be here. Yeah. And then there's one January 22nd. It's like two days before semester starts. That one I might, but I don't know yet. Because it says the 23rd is when we could come back into our dorms. And the 24th is when this official spring semester starts. Okay. Yeah. So I guess I'll be home for my girl's birthday. <laughs> yeah, that's good. <laughs> I, 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 my girl's birthday is January 19th. That's a Wednesday, so right before you go back to school. Yeah, I thought I thought I would be at school by the seventeenth or January seventeenth or sixteenth, but I guess not, man. Yeah, that's good, man. At least you get to spend time birthday with your girl. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, that's good. All right, brother, let's get started with this list, man. You want to go first or me? Listen, all I gotta say is my list is controversial, and oh. I'm just gonna start start it off like that. <laughs> I, yo, small forward. When I was looking at small forward, because I didn't really get to do the full down by like MVP championships, all NBAs like last time. I could always go. I'm on my laptop right now to look at it because I've been so busy. But I just put names down. When I'm looking at. I was looking at small forward. I was like, bro, this list is pretty loaded. There's been some great. I'm not gonna lie. Forward. This is a this is a tough list to make. Yeah. Specifically at the one spot and the two. <laughs> one and two were easy for me. Yeah, I don't know, man. <laughs> easy for me, bro. The first three were easy for me, honestly. And I consider Giannis a small forward, so I have him in this list. I don't consider him a power forward. So he's on my list. I didn't even put Giannis in this list. You consider him a small forward or power forward, though? I would say he's kind of a mix of both. Mm. I would say I know, he's more I know of a some of the greatest lists, they consider him a power forward. I'm like, nah, he's small forward because the way he controls the offense and he handles the ball out in the perimeter and he runs the offense mostly in Milwaukee. That's why I consider him a Small forward. I might have to. Okay. Yeah. 
But I'm going to go first then. At number 10, bro, I got the Miami Greyhound, Rick Barry, man. 12-time All-Star, led the league in scoring in 1967. NBA champion, 1975, that's important, won the finals MVP. 10-time, 6-time All-NBA, 4-time All-ABA, was the 1967 All-Star Game MVP, won the 1966 Rookie of the Year, led the league in steals in 1975. And, man, this guy was an amazing player, man. He was efficient. He could shoot the ball. He had that underhand uh, grandma free throw style. (laughs) He still shot 90% from the free throw line. I'm like, bro, that's crazy. Like, he was athletic. I think he's one of the most underrated players in league history. Like, I feel like the league needs to do a better job of promoting the game before the 80s. Like, yeah. they don't really talk about the greats before the 80s. I feel like they get disrespected, and it's kind of annoying. Like, football, they don't do that with their greats. They talk about greats from the 60s, 50s, like Jim yeah. Brown and stuff. Baseball, same thing. Baseball, they do it even better. They talk about greats from, like, maybe like the 1900s. I'm like, how come the NBA can't do that, promote the greats from, from the beginning? Like, these guys, yes, their eras are different, but you can't blame them. I don't blame players for when they're born. You can't control when you're born. These guys were the best of their generation. If it was that easy, everybody would have done it. Right. Especially right. at that time. If it was yeah. that easy, then yeah. everyone at that time would have been able to be a great player. He had 128.9 win shares for his career. Played 1,020 games. He averaged 24.8 points per game, 6.7 rebounds per game, and around five assists per game for his career. This guy was all-around player. And, man, he might have been – some. T- so he kind of rubbed his teammates off the wrong way because he always wanted to win at the highest level. <laughs> he he took a break going to the ABA a few years, but I count I I mean the ABA kind of helped usher the NBA in the modern era. Like they brought flash to the NBA, the handles, the shooting, three point line, everything. So yeah. I kind of include his ABA accolades. But if he didn't take the ABA break, he would add even more all NBA accolades. But yeah, Rick Barry, man, Miami hit Greyhound at number ten. Honestly, I, I put him at the same position. Honestly, mm. I put him at 10 as well. Like, I didn't really see much of his game, but his stats are really good. Really I mean, good. 25 points per game, seven rebounds, five assists, and two steals. So he was a good defender, too. So he could do a little bit of everything. And, I mean, the only thing that hurts him is he's only won one championship mm. in all the years that he's been playing. 12-time All-Star, 6-time All-NBA, 4-time All-ABA. Kind of combine them, so basically 10-time. All NBA, ABA team, rookie of the year. He kind of did it all in his time in the oh, 80s. Yeah. yeah, well, well, his career stats look different here. I guess the basketball reference include his ABA stats, but I'll just go with it. <laughs> On Wikipedia, it said he averaged 23.2 per game for his NBA career, but when I look at basketball reference, it said 24 point something. So I guess it included his ABA stats. So I'm just going to go with that. Yeah. But yeah, Rick Barry was a monster, man. I was debating between. Bro, I had Paul Pierce right at 11. I'm like, bro, I'm like, yo, him or – I'm like, yo, I got to I gotta put Rick Barry, man. I feel like he he was just better scorer, and he was a tremendous passer. Oh, my God. Right. Like, like, when I was in the Bill Simmons on an episode, like, basketball, basketball, um, like basketball last year, he should have more episodes coming this um winter when the season starts, especially with the NBA 75 greatest players anniversary. Um, he was talking about how before Rowdy Bird, Rick Barry was the best passer forward ever. Like he, he can really pass the ball. Like he could do everything Paul Pierce could do, but he was a better passer. I agree. That, that's why and- that's why I put him over Paul Pierce. And he has the chip and finals MVP. And he was the main driving force for that Warriors team in nineteen seventy five. That's why I put him over Paul Pierce. Like it was neck like I was thinking, I was like, yo, Paul Pierce was a beast too, and he won. 
I'm like, yo, Barry's numbers look better, and he was a better passer. I agree. Yeah, man. So we both agree at number ten. Yeah, I had, I had the bump. I had the bump Paul Pierce off my list too, especially after adding Giannis. <laughs> bro, yeah, bro, because I I had Giannis a small. If I didn't have Giannis small four, Paul Pierce would be in the top ten. But yeah. I consider Giannis a small four, and Giannis is definitely better than Paul Pierce. No disrespect to him, but Giannis has achieved so much in his career that Paul Pierce hasn't even achieved in his career. So I had to put Giannis in. I but, agree. Uh, but number nine, I got. Probably the greatest sidekick of all time, Michael Jordan's running mate. He probably would never won those chips without him, Scottie Pippen, man. Six-time NBA champion. I probably, probably, honestly, the greatest perimeter defender in league history. He had quick feet, strong hands, strong build. He could guard multiple positions. He was a freak of nature. Seven-time All-Star, won the All-Star game MVP in 94. He was five-time NBA member, three first teams and two second teams, and also two NBA third teams. Um, eight, oh, ten all defensive teams. Eight of them are first teams. Two seconds, which is crazy. Led the league in steals in '95. Was a member of the 50th All Anniversary Team in NBA history. He also be named to the 75th this year as well. He has number 33 retired by the Bulls, and he has man he averaged 16.1 points per game for his career, 6.4 boards per game for his career, and 5.2 assists per game. He wasn't the most dynamic scorer, like you'll see like a Kevin Durant, Larry Bird, or LeBron. But, man, when it comes to defense and all-around play, Scottie Pippen was the man. They did him a disservice in the last dance. They really did him dirty. But I don't care what anyone says. Scottie Pippen, if there's no – Michael Jordan is not Michael Jordan. We that we know without Scottie Pippen. And, it's like, it's not – there's no debate. This guy had a tremendous career. The, like, he, he was, like, the originator point forward. Like, him – it was him. Before him, I think it was like Paul Pressey, I thought I think, or Marquise Johnson, one of those forwards from the Milwaukee Bucks. Yeah. I know my history. You're probably like, who are those people? <laughs> I know who they are. Yeah, they were all star forwards in the league. I think it was Marquise Johnson, that's his name. Like him and then Sky Pippen took the point forward position to a new level. Yeah, Larry Bird, of course. And then from Sky Pippen went to Grant Hill, then to LeBron took it to a whole new level. And then, and then Ben I see Ben Simmons nowadays, big point guards, guys who can handle the ball, Giannis. Sky Pippen was one of those point forwards who could run the offense, make others better, and he took some pressure off Jordan on the defensive end to guard the best player as well. Him and Jordan are probably the two best wing defenders of all time. So I have Sky Pippen at number nine, man. This was a tough number nine because yeah, because <laughs> it's it's between to me it's between it's three guys there, but I'm gonna have to put Scotty Pippen as well, mm. just because. Oh, we both agree on two spots. Wow, that's a first. I know, that's actually shocking. <laughs> <laughs> that's a first. The thing is, is I think Scottie Pippen could have been better without Jordan. I think he doesn't get as talked about as much because of Jordan. Yeah. But because he did play with Jordan, his stats and everything aren't as high as other players on this list. So it's really tough to say. I mean, he did play great when Jordan retired. He had two years that they still went to the playoffs, still went far in the playoffs. So he obviously proved himself there. But his his career after the Bulls and after the Bulls just kind of went down. So that's kind of why I put him at nine. But his accolades are crazy, and his defense is just amazing. Ten-time all-defensive team. (laughs) Bro, like, you know how hard that is to do? I think the only players that have, like, 10 or more are like him, Garnett. I know 
And I think Kobe had 12, I think, if I'm not mistaken. Let me just check real quick. Like that, not even Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan had nine. Not even Michael Jordan hit ten. Like it's crazy. No, yeah, he's he's honestly unbelievable. That's that is crazy. Yeah, Kobe had twelve. I was right. See, I remember. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I think him and like Garnett and like Tim Duncan. Tim Duncan and Garnett had fifteen, bro. Fifteen. Oh, it's crazy. That is crazy. Like, like yeah, let me just make sure Garnett. Make sure because I know Tim Duncan definitely has fifteen. Fifteen all defensive, like it's insane. Tim Duncan, his longevity. Kevin oh, Garnett, yeah, Tim Duncan's longevity, crazy. Oh, Kevin Garnett had twelve all defensive teams. Okay, that's still freaking amazing, bro. Nine of those are first team, three second teams. That's insane. Pippen could guard anyone. Yeah, that's why if I need, if my life depended on it, the like the two players I'm choosing to the guard. A perimeter player, especially, I'm either choosing Pippen or Kawhi Leonard. Those two players, bro. And oh, Michael Jordan, too. Those are my top three. Right. If I need to get a stop on the perimeter, those are my three players I'm asking for. I agree. Yeah. I, I, you got, I think you got to put Kobe top Kobe, five. Kobe, yeah. Kobe will be in the top five, too. Right. When I'm at, yeah. I, I got him, man. So, damn, we both agree on the first two. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if you have this guy number eight, but number eight, man, I got to put him here. Elgin Baylor, man, got got rest his soul. Eleven time All Star, All Star Game MVP in 1959. He was the first high flying small forward, the originator before Dr. J. Dr. J said he looked up to Elgin Baylor. He was the first, probably truly, truly high athletic small forward. Ten time All NBA first team, Rookie of the Year 1959. He was a member of the NBA 35th and 50th anniversary team, and it will also be added to the 75th anniversary team. He won the NCAA Final Four Most Outstanding Player in 1958 and had his number 22 retired by the Lakers. He averaged 27.4 points per game, which is definitely in the top 10 among career points per game in league history. He averaged, bro, as a small forward, bro. He 14 over, rebounds, basically. Bro, 13 and a half rebounds per game, <laughs> yeah. bro. And he wasn't even that big of a small forward. He was 6'5". He wasn't 6'7", 6'8", 6'9". He was 6'5", and he averaged 4.3 assists per game. He truly was a tremendous – bro, and he has one of the top scoring games in league history. He scored 71 points in a game before. That's crazy. Bro, like that's insane. Like, oh, my God. It just sucks that he made all those finals appearances. He made he was like an eight finals appearances. He lost every single one because of Bill Russell Celtics that had him, I know. Bob Cousy, John Havlicek, Sam Jones, all those greats. Him and Jerry West couldn't get over that hump and beat Bill Russell, but man, if he had bro, if he had just like at least two to three rings, if he if if he had Wilt Chamberlain, I know they played together, but if he had Wilt, I think earlier in his career, bro, when when Elgin Baylor was in his like prime prime, I think they would have won more championships. Yeah, because his stats are ridiculous. The the only thing that I I have him as an eight as well. The only reason why I didn't put him higher is because he has no championships. He, bro, if he had championships, he honestly would be in the top 10 all time because he was a beast on the defense end. And he has the highest points in the NBA Finals game ever with 61. I don't think anyone's ever breaking that, bro. No, I don't think so either. I mean, Giannis, Giannis bro. last year went crazy. 50? Bro, but this guy scores, bro, 61 in the final. That's insane. You know how hard that I is know. to do? It's hard to do that in the regular season, but imagine that in the playoffs when the stakes are the higher, finals, the pressure, the, the pressure biggest is higher. Stage. 
team's game plan for you more because they're studying just on you. Like, yeah. Raise, bro. I don't think that record's never being broken, bro. I agree. Like that's unless next. unless some crazy score goes off in the finals, which yeah. I don't see happening. <laughs> yeah. So I, I have those Miller number eight, man. Who, who you got number eight? I put him in the same spot. <laughs> yeah. yeah, imagine imagine we have the whole same list. No, nah, believe me, we don't have the same list. Nah, nah, not the top. I don't know the top. I'm talking about like the from like the bottom to the middle. I feel like it's probably the same. It could be. Like it's that's crazy that we never agreed on three straight players, bro. Maximum one or two. That's it. <laughs> it's just I don't it's just like I think Elgin Baylor should be higher stats wise, but his accolades don't match up to his stats. Like his winning. You know what I'm saying? Obviously he just came won, the had era, good man. records. But like he was just in the wrong Bill Russell and John Havlicek, those guys they couldn't be beat at that time. He just played at that time. And you know what's unfortunate? The season he retired, he just retired in the 1971-72 season, early in the season. The Lakers went on to win a championship that year. Yeah. With Jerry West and Will Chamberlain. It's because his knees got messed up. He played 14 years, so he played a pretty decent amount in NBA. And, he, man, he's had some crazy averages from 1961, 60-61 through 62-63. I'm here looking at NBA.com. He averaged 34.8 points per game, 38.3 points per game, and 34 points per game. That's wrong. That's crazy. Oh That's God. like Wilt numbers when Wilt was freaking in the paint all day. <laughs> I feel like when they talk about the greatest small forwards ever, they only talk about they need to talk about this man. This guy was amazing. Like I said, it, I think I think the only thing that messes him up is his his no championships because everything else, it, he he averaged the most points. Yeah. Out of every small forward on this list, on my list at least, he could shoot, he could score, and the rebound, most rebounds. He, could he, he had one hundred four point two positions. Hmm? Two positions. I mean, two stats where he leads every single other small forward. Rebounds and points. <laughs> That's crazy. You know, one thing I I kind of don't like about the NBA. They didn't record blocks and steals until a certain time. So yeah, it kind of hurts these guys' really tell, like yeah. legacies. Like, yo, if we would have seen like, oh, this guy has this many steals or blocks, I'm like Hakeem Olajuwon's all time the shot blocking leader. But if they were recorded during Will Bill's time, I don't think he would be number one. No, I think Bill Bill would probably Bill, be Bill or Will, bro, because I heard they averaged some crazy blocks per game, like four yeah. to eight per game. Yeah, no, they would have they would have been up at the top if they counted blocks at that time. Oh yeah, and in my opinion, Bill Russell's the greatest defender ever. If, like he guarded everybody. He was yeah, I mean, an elite athlete. He could sprint with the best of them. He was a track and field goal. Like he was an elite college track athlete. Like he, I he think... could guard guards if he played now, switching ability, stuff like that. How they like do the help off the screen and stuff like that. He would be elite at that. No, yeah. I don't know if like I've seen videos of Bill Russell and Wilt Chamberlain. The way they move is unlike any big that I honestly Bro. seen today. And that and that's without the technology and medicine that's, and shoes we have today. Imagine yeah. they had the training and stuff today, nutrition. I've never seen bigs move the way they do. Like they moved up and down the court so like they are so fluent and they're so fast and they just And people try to say they can't play in today's era. No, no they 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 be can. great in today's era. They'd still be great players because oh, yeah. they you could just tell by their their hand their coordination was still really good for their size. Like, like I'm not. Some people try to disrespect Will saying he's not going to average fifty. Okay, he's probably not average fifty. No, he's, he's not going to average. He's definitely 50. at least getting thirty. 
but he's gonna get thirty. <laughs> he's definitely getting thirty per game. No one's stopping, bro, bro. And then and in modern game today, he definitely would add a jump shot, better mid range game and stuff. Yeah, what? I mean that's the thing people don't understand is that if you look at Hakeem and those guys, yes, they couldn't shoot from outside like an Embiid or Jokic, but that's because the game has changed so much that these bigs nowadays are forced to get that into their game. Oh, yeah. If Elijah worked on, or those guys worked on their outside game just like these guys, <laughs> they'd be game so over. much better. Game over, man. Game Imagine over. Shaq could play outside. <laughs> bro, if bro, if Shaq stayed, <laughs> not even, bro, if Shaq just stayed in shape, he's the GOAT. Right. He, listen, the, if GOAT. he if he stayed in shape and hit his free throws, he'd probably be the greatest player of all time. <laughs> he'd be the all-time scoring leader, too, bro. Definitely. Think about all the points he missed out on free throws because he couldn't. Even, hit even he acknowledged that he was like, "Damn it!" <laughs> Either way, Shaq is going to forever be remembered as one of the legends of the game, no matter what. So, oh, top ten player ever, definitely. Yeah, bro, I'm thinking just so y'all know, I'm making my 75 greatest players list on my le- on my website. It's I started it just yesterday. I'm, I'm having pictures too and breaking them in order. Like it's. I'm ranking it in order just to make it more controversial and exciting instead of just doing 75 players. You feel me? Yeah. Yeah, so stay tuned for that. I'm going to be dropping that next week. I'm on, like, number four right now. I'm debating between Kobe and Magic. I'm like, damn it. (laughs) Like, it makes me think, bro. I'm like, I got to look at – I look at – I think of accolades, eye tests, winning, stuff like that. Like, it's hard. (laughs) Yeah, it's not easy. Like, so stay tuned for that. I already did my top three already top three my top three is pretty simple everybody knows my top three by now so but um yeah let's get lebron back better here. not be there that's all i gotta say bro yes he is <laughs> well, you're you're wild <laughs> top three is, is messed up man nah. <laughs> my top three is jordan lebron and kareem so man my top three is jordan kareem kobe mm. I, I I'll probably have, I'll probably put Kobe. He's definitely my top five, so you'll definitely see him there. But um, let's get back to this list. At right, number seven, man, Hondo John Havlicek. This guy can run a mile forever, bro. This guy can run all day. You know he played quarterback in college. He that could have went to the NFL, bro. I didn't even know that. He went, he went to Ohio <laughs> State, bro. He went to Ohio State. That's a pre oh, football NFL school. factory, bro. Yeah, that's a football school. He was the seventh overall pick in 1962 by the Boston Celtics. Number 17 retired by them. Eight-time champion, bro. NBA Finals MVP in 1974. 13-time All-Star. He made 11 All-Bay teams, four of them first, seven second teams. What made When I was debating between Hyvlicek and Rick Barry, because I was debating between them, and then Elgin Baylor as well, it's the, bro, the all-defense. Well, they didn't have all-defensive during Elgin Baylor's time, but for Rick Barry... John Havlicek, I, I, all defense, the defense separated him from me. He was a better, way better. Def- Rick Barry was a solid defender, but John Havlicek was a great defender. That's what separated him from me. He was just as good of a scorer because he averaged. He what? He's the all-time scoring leader, I think, in Celtics history. That is saying something, bro. A team that's had Bill Russell, Larry Bird, yeah. Paul Pierce, Sam Jones, all these greats. Like he's the all-time scoring leader. He averaged twenty point eight points per game for his career. Uh. 6.3 rebounds per game and almost five assists per game for his career. He was the ultimate all-around player. He could shoot. He could score. He was clutch. He had that clutch steal in that finals game 
I think in 1962, I believe. No, I think it was, I forgot what year it was, but they said, Havlicek stole the ball, something like that. <laughs> I, I got to look at that video because I'm doing a podcast too for the NBA 75 greatest players on my own podcast as well. So I got to find that video, but he was a member of the NBA 50 anniversary team, 35th, and he'll definitely be on the NBA 75. He won a national championship in college in 1960, so he has that too, and was all rookie first team, 1963. To me, he's definitely one of the most underrated legends of the game. I feel like he gets slighted OD. Like, bro, yeah. he has mad chips, perennial NBA, all star, and he was a great defender. Like, all eight time, all defensive. Bro, that's bro. Like, how does he not get talked about more? I feel like there's so I, many I legends. He's a 13 time all star. He made a lot of all star games and he won so many championships. Like, yes, he had Bill Russell, but he won two without Bill Russell, too. Yeah. Like, this guy doesn't get his props, man. He needs to get his props. He was a six-five small forward. That's crazy. and he won a Finals MVP. Yeah, I feel like he. I feel like if he had an MVP, regular season MVP, he'll be close to the top ten all time. Like if he had one or two of those, yeah, because he has all the other accolades, bro. Everything else, he's so like. There's so many underrated legends of basketball. It's crazy. Especially I don't. No one talks about. No one talks about Havlicek at all. Bro, like, bro, they just talk about the same like ten players. No, like, I bro, agree. Talk about some other greats, man. There's some. There's been more than ten. There's been so many. When I look at the list of the seventy-five greatest, and I see some players that are left off, I'm like, damn, this player's nice as hell. Yeah. Like, so some lists don't even have Vince Carter on there. That's how loaded the league history is. I don't think Vince Carter is the top seventy-five all nah, time. Nah, I don't have a top seventy-five, but um, I'm saying like when you do honorable mentions, like. Guys, after the top 75, there's Vince Carter names I see on there. Yeah. Hardaway, Grant Hill, they definitely would have been on there if it wasn't for injuries. Like, Tracy been... McGrady. Tracy McGrady's top 75. I have him top 75. He's going to be on uh... Bro, stop it. Bro, he, 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 he wasn't healthy for his full career, but he has enough NBA teams and accolades to make the top 75. He's probably, he won't be like top 30, but he'll be in the 50 to 75 range, definitely. He was too good in his prime. To not be, and he had a good prime at least for a good seven year stretch. No, I, I I think he was one of the great. Kobe said he was his hardest player to guard. Yeah, but yeah, the playoff success might not be there, but there's some guys in the top seventy five who didn't. Well, some didn't win that great, but when I saw some lists, they had Karl Malone over Steph Curry. I'm like, bro, stop it! Oh, come on, that's yeah, crazy. I, that's when I said, yo, these writers don't know what they're doing, bro. I yeah, said, that's crazy. <laughs> I said, I got to make my own list. This is BS. <laughs> This is <laughs> I'm like, bro, I, and not just one list, bro. Like some of the hoops hype. I was looking at their list because they released it. Some of the hoops hype people who work for hoops hype writers. I'm like, I saw two lists with Carmelo over Steph Curry. I said, are y'all on crack? Listen, believe me, you're gonna be going crazy at the end of this list, bro. Like, bro, I know the NBA is not ranking this top 75. They're just releasing 75 players because they were ranking them. People will be going crazy. But, you know, yeah. people are going to rank them because that's what we have media, social media more nowadays than we did in 97. Listen, believe me, by the end of this list right now, you will be in shock about my decisions. Mm. You got Hondo at 7-2? Actually, I do not. Mm, finally. I, <laughs> I have Kawhi Leonard at 7. Ooh, so, bro, you better have Hondo on your list, bro. I swear, if you don't. No, he's on my list. Oh, okay. So he's higher. That's good. That's he, good. He, and his he, I, think, I think he's I think Havlicek takes Kawhi Leonard, but mm. here's why I would say Kawhi Leonard's lower. Mm. 
I think Kawhi Leonard in the future could go higher. He just needs to stay healthy and play games. But there's some things about Kawhi Leonard that, like you said, he's sometimes he's not healthy, and I don't know. Sometimes I'm like, uh, like the Clippers should be doing way better yeah. every year, and they're always falling short. I feel and like I think it's Kawhi got hurt this ball. year. This was their best chance to win this past season, bro. Yeah. They definitely would have beaten Utah, and they with a healthy Kawhi, they're definitely beating Phoenix. Yeah, I mean, I feel like every year is something wrong with Kawhi. Even with the Spurs, he's the only one that didn't get along with Greg Popovich. Yeah. There's something about him that I don't like, but he is a great player. He two-time NBA champ, two-time final MVP, five-time All-Star, two-time defensive player of the year, <laughs> seven-time All-Defensive, five-times All-NBA. Damn. But, I mean, and he took Toronto, which, I mean, yes, if the Warriors were healthy, they would have beat them. But he still won the championship in Toronto, which <laughs> he got Drake his championship that Drake always wanted. Oh, yeah. He, the, listen, the guy's a great player, great defender. There's just some things about I'm his dead. personality and his leadership that I think you can't put him ahead of certain people. That's funny because I had him at number six. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm dead. Yeah. I have Havlicek at number six because I mean, <laughs> he has he has more points. He averaged more points. He okay. same rebounds, more assists. The steals. I mean, yes, Kawhi Leonard probably he has more steals than him. John Havlicek's eight-time all defensive too. He could play defense. <laughs> oh, yeah. He wasn't a slouch, an eight-time NBA champ. Yeah, I feel. Like I mean, it's 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 just it was hard to put with the accolades and the stats put Kawhi Leonard over Havlicek. Mm, that's tough. That's a that's a good draw, but I don't know. I, I don't know. For some reason I had Kawhi over him. Like you said, two-time champion, two Finals MVPs. That 2019 one was one of the best playoff runs in NBA history. I think that's what put him over the edge for me. I mean, maybe I might flip Havlicek over Leonard if I was to redo this list, because Havlicek's resume is insane. Yeah. Um, Kawhi's a five-time All-Star. You know, his career is not done, so he has time to add more to his resume, more championships, on his MVP. If he wins a championship with the Clippers... and he, He's definitely he's definitely yeah. moving up to top yeah. five. If, yeah, if he wins a championship with the Clippers and makes more NBA and All-Star appearances and stuff like that, if he, and this, he needs to pack one thing that hurts him is his career totals. He doesn't really have the highest career totals for a player among like this magnitude. When you're talking about the greatest of the greats, his right. career totals might be a little first lower. Couple years. Yeah, his first couple of years were kind of low in scoring. Like his first like three years, I believe, or four years. But um, yeah, All Star Game MVP in 2020. Uh, he's been a seven time All Defensive member, three of those first team, four second teams, five time All NBA member, three first teams, and two All NBA second teams. Back-to-back Defensive Player of the Year in 2015 and 16. I think that's what put him over the edge for me, over John Havlicek. But I don't think they had Defensive Player of the Year until what year? I forgot. But, um, yeah, man. Too, I feel like the Defensive Player of the Year is what put him over the edge for me. But I think John Havlicek was just as great a defender, perimeter yeah. defender. But I don't know. I was, it was, like, neck and neck for me. These two were very close. Yeah, I would agree. It's, it's a tough one. It's just I, I haven't seen enough of John Havlicek either. But Kawhi Leonard's game doesn't really wow me either. Like, yeah. it's simple. He hits his shots. He's a great – I mean, when I watch him play, he's a great player. I'm not going to say he's not. He's an yes. amazing player. But I, I would have to put Kawhi – Socially Leonard. awkward. Yeah, I mean, 
I mean, I don't care if you're socially awkward. Yeah. Like, it doesn't bother me. It's just like, I don't know. There's also him, like, he's the only one that I've ever seen be not happy with the Spurs organization. That's like the yeah, be- one of the best organizations in basketball in the past 20 years. And he's the only one that hasn't been happy there. Yeah, I honestly but, thought he'll be with the Spurs for his whole career. Like, yeah. That's why I thought. Because 2016-17, he looked like he probably he could have won MVP that year. He was like top five in MVP voting in 2017. He he he's definitely up there, like you say. Wins another championship, which I don't know if they can do this year. That just... nah, Lake, the Lakers are loaded the again. <laughs> They're not running another year, super team. Here we go. Wait, what you say? I said LeBron and another super oh team. Oh my god, Here we bro. Go. it's not his, bro. He didn't ask for Westbrook to be traded. That's not, bro. He did not. That just happened. LeBron had nothing to do with that. Stop blaming LeBron, bro. Listen. I'm tired of the LeBron slander. Listen, LeBron is the reason for all these super teams. That's all I got to say. God. God. <laughs> God, stop this. Stop it. Stop it. Like, bro, LeBron was the first free agent to go somewhere. He wasn't the first to have super teams. Though. There was Kevin Garnett, Paul Pierce, Ray Allen, Rondo. All those guys are going to the Hall of Fame. You had Magic, Kareem, Worthy, Jamal Wilkes. All those guys are Hall of Famers. And you had solid players like Myron Scott and Kurt Rambis. You had Bro. Listen, all I can say Pippen, is Dennis Giannis, big three right there. Giannis had, did it the right Bird way. And Kale and Parrish and Dennis Johnson, all those guys are legends and Hall of Famers. And all Giannis those guys honestly the right might be the NBA seventy-five team. Dennis Johnson too, another underrated, freaking all-time great. I, I don't know if he had him in our top ten point guards list, but I definitely had him as an honorable mention. I had to. He was one of the greatest perimeter defenders ever, and he won a Finals MVP as the best player. Before he went to the Celtics, when he was on the Sonics in nineteen like seventy eight or seventy nine, I believe. I think it was seventy nine. Yeah. So we're we're at five, right? Uh yes, we're at five. You want to say your five first or me? You could go. I got the Greek freak, Giannis Antetokounmpo from Athens, Greece. The two time league MVP won it back to back in two thousand nineteen and twenty twenty. NBA champion and the reigning finals MVP. This guy's only 26. He's nowhere near done. Five-time All-Star. Won the All-Star game MVP in 2021. Five-time All-NBA. Three of those first teams, two All-NBA second teams. Defense player of the year, two in 2020, which he won the same year as one of those MVPs. He's one of two, three players that ever won MVP and defense player in the same season with Jordan and Lodge. And that is historic company. That is different. He's a four-time all-defensive member, so he does it on both ends. Three first teams and the all-defensive second team. He won most imp- improved in 2017. All-rookie second team in 2014. He's pretty much won every single award you could think of except for rookie of the year. Like That's it. <laughs> like, he's won yeah. everything except rookie well, he was of the a, year. He was kind of a late bloomer. He wasn't yeah. like a top pick. He, yeah. Like he, no one, no one expected Giannis to be this good. I saw the potential like around his third year or second year. I knew he was going to be a star, but I didn't think he'll be, like, a potential top 15 player of all time. Like, no, yeah. Like, bro, if people have Giannis in their top 20, I'm not even mad at them at this point. He has all the accolades. It's just about long, staying healthy, continue to dominate for a long period of time, stack up your totals and accolades. If he wins, like, two more chips, get more NBAs and all-star appearances and all defensive teams. If he wins, especially, I think he could win at least one more defensive player of the year in his career. If he does that and win more MVPs and stuff, there's no way he's not top 10 all-time, bro. It's, but in his career, Giannis, if he doesn't be top 10 all-time, 
or just outside that, it'll be a disappointment. Like, he's that great. No, I agree. He's already top 20. I have him over Dirk. I think he's greater than Dirk now, especially after winning that chip. I would, I would have to say Dirk. The only thing harder. that's holding him back is the longevity. That's it. Dirk's chip was harder to win than Giannis, though. Because injuries. Because and, and Dirk beat arguably the greatest team of all time with that Miami Heat team. Mm-hmm. I don't know about greatest team of all time, but they they are top three. They're up there. That was a crazy. Team. That 2011 team was good, but I feel like their 2012 or 13 team was better because the chemistry was better. If he would have, it's been, basically yeah. the same team though. Yeah, they didn't have Ray Allen yet. <laughs> yeah, well, Ray Allen saved LeBron. But oh let's not God, get into that. Stop it, bro. Let's <laughs> let, let me back, let, back to number five. <laughs> <laughs> You're like Skip Bayless's son, bro. I'm here, Shannon Sharp, bro. Yo, listen, this listen. is crazy. <laughs> this is crazy. So, I'm like Shannon Sharp Jr. You're here, Skip Bayless Jr. Getting going off topic to LeBron. No one's talking about LeBron right now, bro. Talking about Giannis. Listen. We're talking about the Miami Heat. LeBron was part of that team, man. Oh, my God. All right. LeBron's LeBron's forever in the top three. I don't know about that, but let's go to number five. At my number five, I have Kevin Durant. Whoa. That's controversial. You have KD in your top four? Uh, it's there's do you, wait. Do you have Giannis I, in your small forward list? Yes or no? What do you have Giannis in your small forward list? Yes. Oh, so he's oh oh, this is spicy. I have Giannis this at is, four. This is crazy. Oh. <laughs> and he the the re, the on. I mean, listen, KD is an amazing player, right? We're basically we could say there's nothing like him. He's but listen. This was hard for me because KD is my favorite player ever that I've ever watched. Mm-hmm. Like, he's my favorite player growing up and everything. But I I can't respect his two rings. I'm sorry. I can't. Mm-hmm. To me, the Giannis's ring means more than both of KD's rings. And to me, Giannis actually proved that he could stick with a team and carry a team to the finals. And... KD still hasn't pro- proven that. <laughs> Every year, okay, with, I get that. With with the Thunder, in my opinion, they've always underachieved. They should have been better, and he could blame Westbrook all he wants. He had one of the greatest point guards ever on his team, so I don't want to hear. And and he had James Harden, and so his teams were crazy. He's always played on a great team, and he's only got two championships. I mean that's I mean his stats are crazy and listen, he's unguardable. <laughs> he could yeah. do anything on the offensive end, and his defense is pretty good too. One when he, when he, when he game, locks in, yeah, he's a great one defender. block. He's not a bad defender. Yeah, but am I gonna? I'm the shocked he's never made an all defensive team. Yeah, am I gonna put him over Giannis as a defender? No. Would I say he's a better offensive player? Yes, but Giannis can score fifty without even a jump shot. So imagine <laughs> if his jump shot just and Bro, Giannis, Giannis is still not even going to be the goat. Like, Giannis is still healthy. not even in his prime. If he gets a little bit of a jump shot, he is going to be the goat. Like it's one of the greatest top. He could be top five ever Bro, if he just yeah, gets a little enough. bit of a jump shot. Bro, so I'll put if Giannis. Giannis stays healthy, gets like two 
like two to three more rings, another MVP, and make and make more NBA and all defensive. He doesn't have to win another defensive player of the year, but if he does, that's a plus. He does no, that. Yeah, he just honestly, he, if he five. wins, if he wins more championships, and I'm gonna be honest with you, I think the Bucks healthy will beat the Nets this year healthy. Because Giannis, Giannis, Giannis got over that. When you get over that hump of winning a championship, your confidence level skyrockets, and your pressure that you're playing with goes down. And that goes for Chris Middleton, Drew Holiday, all the other guys on his team are gonna play with less pressure. Yeah, which means, and they they have a good team. People think Chris Middleton's a bum. He could play. Drew Holiday is a great point guard, defensively and offensively. As long as they stay healthy, I got the Bucks out the East. This, KD and that's against my man's KD. KD at five. KD at five. Listen, the guy, the guy, he's a great. I'm not gonna because I love KD's game. I think offensively, he's the best player in the league right now. Like he's unguardable. He could do anything. But I just, I can't. Is this what he did with the Warriors was ridiculous? Like you had to join the best team. Yeah, that I, ever. That's why like, I don't think we'll ever make top ten in my list. That that that's just too much. I get it. LeBron did the same thing. But yeah, but, KD's was worse. But KD was more loaded, and their team they went to the finals the year before. When LeBron went to the Heat, they were an eighth seed in the East the year before, and they got bounced out the first round. It's totally different standards. Yeah, but they all. LeBron also did form that team. They were all collected. It was a form team. That's the reason why I don't like what LeBron did and I don't like what KD did. They both did bad things, and to me, they should be penalized for it. Oh when you God. look at guys, bro, when you look at guys like Bird, Magic, they were drafted to their team and they stood there their whole career. They didn't leave. They didn't do. They didn't move or anything. You could say, yes, great players went to them, but if LeBron would have stood in Cleveland, they were the best team in the East before he left. Why did he leave? Mm. That's just my opinion, but yeah, I have KD at five. Controversial KD. Oh man, that that that, ladies and gentlemen, that was controversial. <laughs> Believe me, it's gonna get worse. <laughs> you probably have LeBron like three. <laughs> Shit. Nah, that, that, I'm not gonna put him at three. If you don't have LeBron as lead. I I have LeBron at one. I think it's undisputed. Number one small forward, but the only small forward I'll I'll give people is Larry Bird over him. That's it. Any anyone else? Just miss me with that. <laughs> Unless Giannis wins like four chips, five chips, and defensive undefensive play of the year, scores like over thirty thousand career points, stuff like that. Then maybe one day he'll pass LeBron. But right now, only no. Bird. Right now, right now, right now, Giannis isn't at LeBron. Nah, but I do have Giannis. Who you have it for? Dr. J, Julius, the Dr. Irving. Man, you put him over KD? Okay. No, I have him number four, Julius Irving. I have KD at three, boy. Oh, oh, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, we're at four right now. You say say you're number four, right? No, I didn't say my my number four. Oh, you said said you're five. You said KD is five. Okay, so four. So I'm looking at basketball reference. They combined his ABA and NBA stats. He has some combining ABA. ABA really made a big influence on NBA. When he combined his ABA and NBA stats, he has 16 all-star appearances. No, I know. 
four MVPs, three of them in the ABA and one in the NBA. So he could do it both sides. I don't want to hear, oh, Julius Irving only did an ABA. No, he was, he, he took what Elgin Baylor did, took it to a whole new level. He was Jordan before Jordan, the flying in the air, everything. Right. Both hands he, finishing, everything. Dunk on you. He was an amazing player. Two-time NBA champion, one-time NBA champion, seven-time All-NBA, five-time All-ABA, um, 1975-76 All-Defensive Team, two-time All-Star MVP. He has, when you combine his ABA and NBA stats, he has over 30,000 career points. That's insane. That's crazy. Um, he has seven All-NBA teams in total, five firsts, two seconds, four All-ABA four all first teams, All-ABA second team, ABA All-Defensive first team in 76, three-time scoring leader in the ABA, um, won the Sand Dunk champion in 1976, the very first Sand Dunk contest, which became iconic because of him. The first He jumped from the free throw line. He was the first one. Right. I don't. I don't know how, how how that's humanly possible. I just. I just like drop my jaw. Listen, right I can't even jump from freaking hash <laughs> mark yo, and touch I, the rim. Bro, I, bro, I I just try to do it for fun. I'm like, yo, it's hard to even lay it up. <laughs> I know. Yo, I try to jelly that stuff. I'm like, bro, how you guys even dunk this stuff? <laughs> I know, and it's easy for them. They're just floating. I'm like, bro, <laughs> they're they're just different. Um, he has 24.2 points per game. Um. Eight and a half rebounds per game for his career, four point two assists per game for his career. Um, yeah, man, Julius Serving, he was one of the most influential players in league history, one of the coolest players. He he was the one with that afro that everybody wanted to grow their hair. Yeah, he, Yo, he cool was the style he was calm the, collective with the gold jelly chain the rock. Jelly. Hmm? He, he was the originator of the jelly, yes, sir. Him <laughs> him and George Gervin, man. Yes, sir. They were the original jelly fan, bro. I don't care what anyone says. Facts. <laughs> like they need to give those ODs their props. When they they should they should bro, they should dead co-sign it. They should be like, yo, y'all stuff, <laughs> y'all, y'all, y'all need to give us some money for this jelly stuff because we the originators of that. I know. When they selling jelly merch, they need to put Dr. J and George Gervin um their faces on there. They made it look easy, bro. But yeah, man, Dr. J, he's one of the most influential players of all time. And uh, yeah, I, I there's no way. I feel like he's become so underrated ever since, like around 2016. I feel like they used to talk about him around 2013 more often, but ever since like 2016, I feel like they don't really talk about him in much anymore. They talk about the greatest players of all time and small forwards. Yeah. Listen, I mean, I haven't seen him play, but he could be up there with. He was Jordan before Jordan. I feel like they should. I feel like they should, like count the ABA stats. Like I feel like yeah. ABA was a big time. The, like, the there's ABA no three-point line, there's league. no flashy passes. Like, the ABA brought that style to the league. Right. The ABA is what brought the dunking, the, the, the dunk contest, the flash, like, the they flash revolutionized part of the basketball. Game, right. The flash part of the game was brought by the ABA to the NBA. Yeah. So you and have so to many give great the players ABA came credit. from the ABA. Rick the Barry. ABA is probably better at that time. Yeah. Rick Barry was playing in that league. Yeah. Julius Irving. He had so many artists. Gilmore. He had a lot of great guys. Warren Jabali. He was one of the great players never played in the NBA. He was a strong guard from Indiana. He was one of the greatest scorers in the league. Like, he was a bucket. Roger Brown, Kobe Bryant said Roger Brown would have been among the greatest shooting guards of all time. He was six foot five beast. Mid-range game, three-point pull-up, everything. That's what I'm saying. The ABA, to me, at probably at that time, was just as good, if not better, than the NBA because they yeah. let him play. 
Like they, they they were really playing. Like it wasn't like oh run this offense. Like they were just playing to have fun freestyle. <laughs> yeah. And Dr. Shea said uh Robert Roger Brown was the like the the hardest player he ever played against. That is saying something when that's coming from Dr. J. Yeah. He's played against Jordan, Bird, Magic, Kareem. That's saying something. Roger Brown, he could have been top fifteen all time. If they I would like I wish they yeah, I wish they counted them. ABA stats, man. I feel like yeah. But I definitely have Dr. J. If you don't have Dr. J in your top five small of all time, you're on correct, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> yeah, I was saying, like, bro, there's no way you can't have him top yeah. five small of all time. No way. Uh, he's arguably up there top two, top – to me, he's top three. Top three? Okay. Could yeah, he's my just outside four. my top three. My number four is Giannis under mm-hmm. the Kumpo. Yes, sir. Freak, freak. We're already. I mean, I, you you kind of went over everything he's done, but he's not even close to done with his career. He's got a long. I mean, I hope he's only twenty seven. <laughs> he hasn't even reached his prime yet, and he already won a championship. Already has two MVPs. I mean, he could do honestly. He could do everything except his jump shot isn't good. Yeah. But I think he's gonna get it better, right? I mean, he knows that's the only thing that needs to get better. I see him as, as someone that will get it better eventually, and it doesn't have to be perfect for him to win. Like he, he's obviously already proven that. People said they were they're never gonna win with Giannis because he couldn't shoot, and look, he already won a championship. Yeah. So now it's just time to just keep going. I I I think this kid's gonna be the greatest players for a long time. I hope he takes care of his body. Like oh, yeah, LeBron. he does. I just hope he gets blessed with good health. Like the... Right. I hope, like LeBron, he stays healthy and is able to play a long and great career like LeBron has done for 20-plus years or basically 18 years. Like, I hope he still gets to play. Like, in his 16th year, he's still averaging 24 points per game, like still doing what like LeBron is doing now. Yeah, I feel that. So I hope he's able to stay healthy and do that. In his career, and if he does that, I mean, with the jump shot, who's to say he isn't a top five player of all time? I think he has potential to do it. It's all up to him, honestly. This is a honestly, this is a big season for him. I like to see uh, this is this would be a big season for Giannis. See where he falls in the ranking. I don't think they're gonna. They could win a championship again. They could repeat, but it's not gonna be easy. Especially he's gonna, with, he's gonna be on that NBA seventy five list. I hope you know that for sure. Oh, definitely. Definitely gonna be on that list. I hope. I hope. Uh, I mean, it's not gonna be an easy year. He's got the East. This is it's not bad. The Heat are pretty good. The, the East. The East got better, man. The East has been getting better the last few years. Yeah, and I don't know what's wrong with Philly. Philly's just needs help. Um, yeah, Ben Simmons. The, I don't even want to talk about that guy. Yeah, the wanna be Giannis. <laughs> the, the Nets. The Nets. Listen. The Nets are no slouch. No matter what, Giannis is going to have to beat the Nets, right? At the end of the day, that's the team. The other teams, to me, they're going to beat. The Hawks, they're a great team. They're not going to beat them. The Knicks, they'll make the playoffs, but um, uh, no one's really like, oh, the Knicks, like, they're not going to do anything. And then, to me, the Heat are good, but I don't think Kyle Lowry is going to be the reason why they win an NBA championship. Not saying he's not good. He's a great point guard. He did win one already. But I don't think he's like the the main factor that's gonna take him over the top and beat the super team of the Nets or the Bucks. I don't think that's gonna happen. But it, they could. Jimmy Butler's great. 
So we'll see. But this, I think this is a big year for Giannis. Yeah. And hopefully he could he could win it again. I'm rooting for him. Oh yeah. Oh man, that's that's bro. That's tough. That's really tough. Um, Giannis, you have Giannis. You said four, right? Yeah. Okay. Only reason. So I had Dr. J over him because his influence on the game and MVPs. Like his, it's just too much. Giannis still has more work to do for me to put him over Dr. J. No, listen. I have Dr. J at three. Yeah, I'm the same for me. I had Dr. J yeah. before. Giannis is on the cuffs, but I think bro, I said Giannis even when before he blew up, like around 2017, 2018, before he became the MVP, like he was an All Star already and stuff like that. I said, "Yo, this guy can be better than Kevin Durant." Yeah, he, he just can't shoot like KD, but if he can at least get a mini mini game, ooh, I don't even care about becoming. He doesn't have to be right. from three. At least he just has average to from three mid-range. or have a mini game, add more post games. Post Monsieur game repertoire, bro. If he guy, just gets a mid range, that turnaround jump shot, and an average three pointer, it'll be over. <laughs> he can score. Yes, he might not be as skilled as KD, but he can score just as well. He it's the same yeah. output in terms of impact and dominance. He's stronger than KD. He bullies you in the paint. He's a way way better defender than KD. I love KD, but he's not the defender at Giannis. Giannis has literally been all defensive team like four or five times already. And Giannis counted. can play every position. Yeah, he can guard every position, literally. He's big literally. enough to guard big, strong centers and strong enough now for the last few years because he's really added weight to his frame. And yeah. also, what's it called? He's been a defense player of the year. Katie's never done that. Yeah, no, Katie's not a bad defender, but he's not a he's not a young defender. Nah. Yeah. Good. He's a solid defender. He's not a great defender. Yeah. That's why. But, yeah, that's why Giannis, I'm so high on him. I've been high on him for a while now. It's just exciting to see. So I my number one, number what, three now? Yes, sir. Kevin Durant. Durant yeah. you lost. KD. The controversial. <laughs> Yo, the snake. <laughs> Listen, I love KD. Like, KD is my favorite. Like, watching him play is amazing. He's my favorite player, but I just, I just can't respect what he did. He, he messed me up, man. He messed the whole league up, bro. <laughs> no, LeBron did that, bro. Stop it, bro. Stop. <laughs> ever since, oh. ever since LeBron did bro, that, we've stop. had nothing but super team for the past ten years, bro. And it's been ridiculous. Stop. But let let let's keep it going. Let's keep it going. <laughs> <laughs> stop. So Kevin Durant, two time champion, back to back Finals MVP in 2017-2018 with the Golden State Warriors. NBA MVP in 2014. It's kind of shocking he only has one MVP, but when you think about it, it's like the league is loaded with talent. Yeah, he's also played on so such great teams. Yeah. That, like, if he didn't go to the Warriors star. and stayed on the Thunder, he probably could have another MVP or two right now. Yeah. 11-time um, All-Star. He would have had more than 11 if it wasn't for the 20 Achilles and stuff. Um, oh, yeah. Two-time All-Star MVP. Six, nine NBA teams, six of those first team, three second teams. He's definitely going to add another one of those this year to make it 10. He's gonna. Act, so that's gonna be a historic club because not many NBA players have made ten All NBA teams. Um, NBA Rookie of the Year in 08, All Rookie First Team in 08, led the league in scoring four straight four times, 2010 to 2012, and in 2014. And imagine that, bro. He was a young KD leading the league in scoring three straight years. Bro, he was like no. 22, 23, 20. Bro, that's bro, that's crazy. No, yeah, he. That's what I'm saying. He could like his scoring is unmatched. How you lead the league in scoring three straight years and you're not nowhere near your prime? <laughs> like, 
Listen, he, him, him, and to me, him, Mello, Kobe, greatest scores of, in my opinion, all time. They're up there. Don't Those guys, Jordan, bro. Don't forget Jordan. Jordan was a great scorer too, but I, I, I would, I would, if, if I need a bucket, I would say KD, Kobe, Jordan's up there. I honestly have Kobe as a great scorer of all time. Him or Kim or KB. It's one of those. Yeah, it, it, but Melo's up there. Melo's up there. Melo could get Melo could get you a bucket. He's an honorable mention on this list. Oh, oh yeah, mine too. Yeah, definitely. Yep. But um, 2013. Only a few players in NBA history have done 50-49 to call. I think it's him, Dirk, Steve Nash has the most, but four times, and then Larry Bird. I think those are the only guys. Um, if I'm not mistaken. I don't know if I'm forgetting anybody else who in fifty forty ninety club. I think I think that's it, right? I'm pretty sure. Let me see. Forty ninety. Let me just check. Who's been in fifty forty ninety club? Stephen Curry. Oh, he oh he's made it too, right? Yeah. Oh, nine members have been in. Oh, let me, ladies and gentlemen, let me just do my research real quick. Mark no Price. Way. No way. Wait. Am I seeing this right? Oh, Mark Price, Malcolm Brogdon, main Malcolm Brogdon, I'm dead. Reggie Miller, Kyrie, Kyrie Irving, but okay. Kyrie Irving barely played any games. I mean, listen, I mean, Malcolm Brogdon, I did. Malcolm Brogdon is very underrated. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, well, he's like the only like non-legendary player on that list. Yeah, <laughs> he's not making the Hall of Fame. Mark Price, I feel like got messed. Like his back got hurt, I think, but he had a good enough run stretch to at least be a. Uh, discussion to be a Hall of Famer. He was nice. No, he was good. And he and those Cavs team, those are the only winning years they had outside of LeBron years. <laughs> That's it. it. Those are the only winning years they had outside of LeBron. So I feel like he should get more respect. But um yeah, 50, 40, 90, bro. That's big time, bro. Like I, I don't know, man. That's KD. I just feel like his all around skill, though his skill is probably the best. No, his his skill. I think his skill level amongst all small forwards is probably the best. The only one I say like skill level rise that go like in terms of shooting. I would say Larry, Larry Bird. Bird. Yeah, yeah, Larry Bird. Um, but the only thing, the only thing I'll say he does better than LeBron is scoring. Everything else LeBron's better at. Oh no, yeah. That, I mean, there's no yeah. question about yeah. that. Like I'm, I'm objective. I'm not like I love LeBron. He can score too, but he's not better scoring than KD. Let's be no Le- LeBron. LeBron to me. Is not a score. He's a, he scores a lot yeah. because he 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 he's in the right times. He's a good off the ball. Bro, mover. it's insane how we don't view LeBron as a like like a score like a Kobe and Jordan. Right, but yet he might be the all time scoring leader in two years. It's crazy. Yeah, it's, it's, crazy. it's because he he play he just he played with a, a lot of good players and he just knows how to move without the ball. He's just smart. Yeah, he he he's just a smart player. He. He knows that he doesn't really – he never really had to be a scorer. He did it in Cleveland. And I wish – that that's that's what kills me about it. I wish he just did that his whole career, you know? Mm. Like, he had mm. that killer instinct in Cleveland when he was killing every team. Like, then you could say he's a great scorer because he was scoring like crazy. But, I don't know, it's, 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 it's easier to score when you have great players around you Every single year, especially if you're a great player, if okay. Curry's around great play, he's Curry's always been around great players, and it's 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 easier for him to score, right? Because he doesn't have to do as much work, because not the defense isn't focusing on him. Yeah, so that's definitely true. 
But yeah, man, KD, that's why I have him over Dr. J. I just feel like he had a better skill level to his game. He could shoot better than Dr. J. He's not as like a dunking on people. I mean, he he can, but I feel like Dr. J and him like are the same defensively. I feel like they're both good defenders, but they're not like Scottie Pippen or Kawhi. But Dr. J's Dr. J's stats for defense were really good. Who? Dr. J's stats for defense. It was two steals and two blocks a game, basically. Ooh. Sakumi never made no all defensive team. Wait, ABA he made all defensive, but NBA, NBA at that time, I mean, he came to NBA at what age? 26, 25, 25, I think. 26, because he came in 76, 77 when they merged the league. So if he would have came in like 2021, he definitely would have some NBA all defensive teams. And, and in the ABA, he averaged 2.4 steals and two blocks a game. Mm-hmm. So he could play defense. That's why. That's honestly why I put him over KD and his rebounding. He averaged 8.5 rebounds a game. So yeah. he could rebound too. Yeah, definitely. And KD could rebound. He pretty good defender. Only reason I don't – I might not have him above, like, my next two guys is because he had to go to the Warriors to join them. And they were the most loaded team, I think, ever. Like, the most offensively. He had the two greatest shooters ever. And Steph Curry's a top 15 player of all time. Arguably in the top 10. So, and he's a, by far the greatest shooter ever. It's not even close. And Klay Thompson's a great 3 lead player. Yeah, Draymond Green is just Harvey Knife. I think he's Iguodala. He might have yeah. a Hall of Fame case because he's a big time part no, of the No, I think Iguodala's a Hall of Famer. What yeah, he did in, in my Philly. Opinion, finals MVP. He's been an all-star. Been an all-defensive team, I think. People um, don't know what he did in Philly four. Yeah, Philly, he was a monster. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I just think KD, Um, I feel like he's not higher on my list because the way he won those chips on such loaded teams. And he's not the playmaker that the other two guys have on my list. He's not the – he doesn't make others better like the two I have above him. Those those guys were among the greatest passers of all time and made others better at a higher rate. I agree. That's why I don't have him in the top two. So for my three, I put Dr. J, Julius Irving. I mean, to me, it was defense. I kind of put him over. And three championships, 16 all-star appearance, four-time MVP. I mean, he did it all. He did everything. He could score. He could rebound. 4.2 assists isn't crazy, but it's the same as KD's. I do. I would say KD is probably a better perimeter player in scoring wise, but Dr. J still averaged twenty four points per game, and Dr. J, I mean, before Jordan kind of made basketball entertaining. You know, he was that guy before Jordan. Honestly, I think if he played maybe in a later era in the NBA, he could have had a bigger, more of like a status. You know what I'm saying? Like he could have been bigger than what he is. If he didn't play in like the seventies and late and early eighties, I feel like he could have been way bigger if he played like Jordan in the the nineties. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I think his his career would have been more glorified than what it is now. Mm-hmm. In my opinion, I think people don't talk about him because of his era. Like most players, like you said at that time, Oscar Robertson, those guys, they don't talk about him. But Dr. J at that time was like Jordan before Jordan. <laughs> Yeah, definitely. So I had to put him at number three. I don't blame that, brother. Dr. J, number three. That, bro, your top three is nice, even though I disagree with the one and two. But, yeah, I think your top three is pretty good, bro, even though I still have KD over over Dr. J, just because I think he's more skilled and stuff. 
I, I would have to agree. I think he is more skilled. I just I would say all around defense. I, I think everything. the only reason you don't have him over Dr. Days is the way he won his championships. Yeah, that too. I mean I mean listen, if that's probably the only reason why I have him over Giannis too. <laughs> mm. I mean Giannis over uh K D. Yeah. But um let's get to number two now. Number two, Larry Legend, the hick from French Lick. Man, this guy was a cold-blooded assassin. 12-time All-Star, Hall of Famer, three-time NBA champion, 10-time All-NBA, three All-Defensive teams, 1970, 1980 Rookie of the Year, two Finals MVPs, 1980 All-Rookie. He won three straight league MVPs. The only other players to do that are Bill Russell and Wilt Chamberlain. Three straight, bro, you know, not even Michael Jordan, Magic, Kobe, Braun, no not one three straight league MVPs. That is stupid. I know, bro. Three, bro. Three straight in the eight and the bro. The eighties had some of the best talent era ever. I agree. Nineteen eighty two All Star Game MVP. This guy is a member of the two. He was a member, he made the fifty forty ninety club twice in eighty seven and eighty eight. Member of the NBA fiftieth anniversary team and will definitely make the seventy fifth anniversary team. Number thirty three retired by the Celtics. He won the three point contest three times, bro. That is bro. Three. That's he crazy. was a shooter. <laughs> he could shoot. Uh, he bro. to me he 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 was KD before there was a KD. He People was a less athletic KD. He's just yeah he's just less athletic, but skill wise he could do anything that KD did. <laughs> yeah, bro. Literally, like he could score from anywhere. And he was a better playmaker and a better rebounder and a better defender. So. Yeah. Um. Yeah, man. Like, Larry Bird. He he, bro. I just wish his back didn't give out. If he would have yeah. played another five years, he would have definitely had thirty thousand career points, more accolades, and it'll probably be more in the top five discussion. Like when I see lists, he's like in the like second half of the top five over the years as time has gone on in the last ten years. But earlier this decade, he was in every top five list pretty much. But ever since like Kobe and LeBron's careers have played out more, KD's come on. Well, KD's not in the top ten, but um, stuff like that, like. And then, of course, who like LeBron's coming to top ten. He's gotten higher, and Kobe, his career played out more. Like I feel like those guys, it, it's hard, man. Like Larry Bird, I think he's definitely in the top ten. I have him in my second half of my top ten, like the from six to ten of all time, like players. I have him at number five on my all time list mm. ever. Where's LeBron for you? Four, right? You said four for LeBron, right? I would put here's my all time list. You're gonna kill me. Jordan. This is this is all time. Jordan, Kareem, Kobe, Magic, Bird, and I would have to put Braun or Shaq at that sixth position. You don't have LeBron in your top five, you're on crap. Yeah, but uh, I mean, anyways, we'll get back to where he played 896 <laughs> career games. Hey, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not tolerating this nonsense. Uh, 24.3 points per game. He averaged 10 rebounds for his career. Averaged 6-9, averaged 10 rebounds for his career. He played small forward, and he mostly played on the perimeter, which makes it even more crazy. Like, he wasn't like a 6-9 post player. Averaged 6.3 assists per game, shot 49.6 from the field for his career, 37.6% from three. 88.6% from the free throw line for his career. Efficiency field goal percentage, 
145.8 win shares for his career. That is insane. I agree. Yeah. Larry Bird, pick from French Lick, I have at number two. And the player compared most Larry Bird today is Luka Doncic, which I is another young player with Giannis, who I think those two, if they live up to their full potential, stay healthy, and win chips and MVPs as they should, I think those will be the top two players from this generation, honestly, to be top 10 one to all time when it's all said and done. I agree. Those two. All right. Luka Doncic is the new age Larry Bird. So, yeah, man. So, I know who your number two is. Say it. It's blasphemy. <laughs> Say it, bro. My number two. Oh my gosh! Is Ridiculous. LeBron James? There's no way LeBron's two. There's no way. Listen. First off, Larry Bird played against Jordan, Magic, two of one of the one of the two of the top five players ever on most lists, and beat them both. He beat Isaiah Thomas and the Bad Boys multiple times. Yes, they did beat him at the end of his career. And he still won three MVPs, three finals. He played in, in against a tough Lakers team every year. He played against Kareem and Magic. Two top five players on one team. And still managed to get three championships. But let's let's get back to LeBron. Here is the reason why I don't have LeBron at number one. And it all comes down to when he left Cleveland. I'm sorry. I hate to say it. But I can't respect what he did at that. I I give him respect for winning in Cleveland when they came back from three one in historic fashion against one of the greatest teams of all time. I give him credit for that, but against we all two know, greatest shooters. We ever. all know if Draymond didn't get suspended, that would have never happened. That's first off. So, never but knows. fine, he 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 can get that from me. He played he played great in that finals in that series. I'll give him that. And I'll give him the Lakers chance. He played great with the Lakers, and he's still a great player now. Most players don't have the longevity he has. So I do give him a lot of credit. I'm not a LeBron hater. I think he's a great player. I just personally don't think he's better than those other guys. He's more athletic, but skill-wise and everything put together, Yes, he he passes the ball good because he chooses and he dominates the ball at the point position a lot. That's why LeBron doesn't usually play with real point guards. He won with Kyrie and he won with Chalmers, which is like, yeah, he's a point guard, but like he wasn't the greatest point guard ever. He wasn't that good. He plays with because he likes to run the team. If you put the ball in a lot of guys' hands like that, I would have to say they could be a point guard. Jordan played point guard at one time in his career, and he was good at the mm-hmm. position. He just they put him at the two to be more of a scoring and a go-to fact option. To me, LeBron if, and another thing with LeBron is he, to me, he's not a go-to player at the end of a game. I wouldn't take my chances giving the ball to LeBron to go get me a basket at the end of the game with 10 seconds left. I wouldn't put the ball in his hands. I don't think he has that killer instinct to go do that, in my opinion. Mm. But I'm not going to take away from the fact that from the point where he started coming into the league, dominating was right away, dominating yeah. right when away, the league. right when he came into the league. First, I'll, Cleveland LeBron, first Cleveland LeBron, 
freaking any time of LeBron in Cleveland, he is a top three player of all time. Mm, I, I don't like what he did with the Heat. That's honestly my opinion. Because pre pre Heat LeBron, if he would have stood the way he was playing that his whole career and won championships, because he would have won. I think he was so scared of the fact that of being a player of that caliber and never winning, he kind of panicked. You get what I'm saying? He tried to force the team to be great, when in reality, his team was right there. Was the number one team in the East. They just went to the finals. He could have stood there and got another player to go there or something instead of just taking the easy way out and going to another stack team and stacking up a team. You get what I'm saying? That's the only reason why I don't put LeBron ahead of other guys like Bird, Magic. Yes, Magic and Bird did play with great teams, but Magic and Bird didn't say, yo, let's play together. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Magic, didn't, the whole league. Magic didn't hit up Kareem and say, yo, let's play together. Kareem went there, right? Like there's Shaq, I mean, Kobe didn't ask Shaq to play there. Kobe was drafted to the to the Lakers, you know? So to me, there's a big difference in that. And that's that's why I put him at number two on this list. I think Bird... And listen, Bird's averages aren't that far off. Honestly, he averaged more steals, more blocks, more rebounds. He just doesn't have as many assists. And points, yes, LeBron has played a longer career. And... I don't really remember what Bird did in his early careers and his late career. He did have a lot of back problems, so it probably hurt his points per game. But that's just my opinion on why I have LeBron at number two. I know people are going to hate me for this. Uh, they're yeah, going to they're gonna yell at me. They're going to say I'm stupid. Including me! But, <laughs> but listen, I just, I just don't think he... And I don't think he's that skilled. He's... Oh, you're like bugging. Oh, you're bugging. He, he doesn't have you're any really great bugging. moves. What? He's a straight-line player. He's okay. Not... Well, who has stopped him? Who has stopped him? He's played. You guys should have figured it out by now. He's played almost 20 years in the league. Yeah, but it's easy. Player, it's easy. Him? It's easy to guard him because he played with so many great players. That's what That's what I'm trying. Like, it's. It's like I said, it's easier to score points and be a great player when you're playing with Dwayne Wade, Chris Bosch, Kyrie Irving, Kevin Love, Anthony Davis, Russell Westbrook. It's easier to score points <laughs> than if you're playing with, yes, yeah, Scottie Pippen was great, but were there other scorers on that team? Kobe had Pau Gasol. Yes, he had Shaq. But were there other great scorers on that team? This is crazy. I, I, I'm just, I'm just being, I'm being honest. <laughs> Larry Bird played with, the I don't know, I mean, he played with Cap, Kevin mouth. McHale. That was his only other score. The other guys were defensive players. Foolishness coming out of your mouth. I don't know if it's, I think, honestly, I'm being real. I'm not, I just, I just think LeBron has been crowned the league right when he got into the NBA and they just skipped over Kobe like Kobe wasn't there. Mm. I also don't like that either. And LeBron also was given the keys right away. Kobe came into the league and had to sit out his first couple years because, I mean. Because Kobe's great, but LeBron's greater, in my opinion. No, Kobe went to a better team. 
Yeah. Yes. Lakers had Shaq. That's why they were bad. They didn't have Shaq to be just as bad as those Cavs teams. That's who was, Shaq was, who the was on the Cavs? Who was Shaq on the Cavs the when difference. LeBron went there? Who was on the Cavs when LeBron went there? Nobody. No one even knew who right. the Cavs were. All right. You made your Listen. Case. Listen, it's easier to be the best player when you're on a team with no love rambling about LeBron for someone who hates him. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> my girlfriend's waiting for me, ladies and gentlemen. I'm gonna close this show out. Let's go, <laughs> the king, LeBron James, the chosen one. This guy, ladies and gentlemen, came in with the most hype of any prospect ever, more than Kareem, more than Jordan, more than Kobe, and he exceeded all of it. No one would have thought he would have become this great. Like, everybody knew he would be great, but no one would have thought he would become a 17-time All-Star. The most NBA teams in NBA history, 17 and counting. No one's ever breaking that record. I'm just going to be real. No one's ever going to make 17 NBA teams. I'm sorry. No player is ever going to do that again. Led the league in assists in 2020. Led the league in scoring in 08. Four-time champion, four-time finals MVP. Rookie of the year in 04. In a legendary 03 class that had Chris Bosch, Melo, and Dwayne Wade. Four time league MVP. Four time league MVP. One those two MVP when he won his four MVPs, two were they were back to back, 2009 and 2010, and then 2012 and 20. He honestly had more than four, honestly. He got snubbed some years, but it's whatever. He should have at least five. At least five. Uh three time all-star league MVP. He's when it's all said and done. He's going to be the all-time scoring leader. And we don't even think about him as a primary, like a scorer. We mostly think of him as a pass-first player, which is crazy. Six-time all-defensive team, five of those first and second team in 2014. He should have won defensive player of the year in 2013. Marcus Gasol stole that from him. He would have had that to his resume, but it's whatever. It's whatever. <laughs> oh, man, that's it. Um, this guy, man, he's average how many points for his career? 27. And we don't mean that's crazy. He has a higher scoring average for his career than KB, Iverson, Shaq, bro. Stop it. Kobe, his higher career scoring average than Kobe. We think of Kobe as a scorer. Yeah, but Kobe also didn't play his first couple years because he was on a better team. He wasn't given. And he has a high score average than KB. KD was a beast right away, too. Like, this is insane, bro. He averages seven and a half assists per game for his career, seven and a half rebounds per game for his career. Like, this guy can do it all. Some people try to say, oh, he's not clutch, but yet he has some of them. I think he has the most game winners in playoff history. Like, what? Like, what? He's not clutch, bro. He has more game winners than Kobe and Jordan. They they said it. Why so so who who clutch? you who you giving who you giving then? I'm just saying. Well, I, I just <laughs> want to know who you're giving the ball to at the end of the game, Kobe, Jordan, or LeBron. Bro. But don't act like LeBron, you act like LeBron ain't hit clutch jumpers. The way y'all be saying, talking, who... the narrative be crazy. Who's last on that list, though? Who is bro. last on that list? He's bro, LeBron. <laughs> if he wins another chip or two, and becomes all-time scoring leader, it's gonna be hard to say. Bro, it's gonna be hard to say he's not number one, bro. Let's be honest. If he wins another chip and finals MVP, and he becomes Brace Green's record, it's gonna be hard to say he's not number one all-time, bro. Especially if I he wins it, a chip. I think. I think it's still Brooklyn with Kyrie, KD, and Harden all oh, playing. Oh, let's not forget he has Westbrook and Anthony Davis. Let's just not forget let's, that. Uh, let's but just stop it. Let's stop it. It's stop the it. truth. It's just the truth. But stop it. even if he passes and he carried Orleans a bum, record. bum-ass Cavs team 07 to the finals, that helps me. That helps his resume. The only I, thing I'll blame him for is the 2011 finals. That's the only blemish I really see on his resume. Anything else? 07, bro? 
No other great players carrying that team to the finals. Not Jordan, not Kobe, not Kareem, not Magic. That was that team was not that bad. That team to the finals. Ira Nubel, bro. Who the hell is Ira Nubel? Come on, bro. Ira Nubel. Oh my god. Kobe had to play with Kwame Brown. That's all I gotta say, bro. Open <laughs> Cavs team roster, bro. Let me look at this shit. Man. Yeah, but who was in the East? Drew Gooden, Shannon Brown, Larry Hughes. He had the Boston Celtics. I had Garnett, Paul Pierce, Ray Allen, Rajon Rondo. The Heat were a better. Was team that than team? The Cavs no, that team that wasn't. Time. That team wasn't assembled at that time. Oh yeah, I, whatever. What yo? That's bro. This is crazy. The <laughs> only other good team at that time was the Heat with one player, Dwayne Wade. He had yeah, an easy road matter. to the finals. Don't Look what like happened LeBron, when he got. Bro. Don't act like LeBron had a squad either, so he still had work to do too. Don't act like he had a squad during that time. He still had his team. Bro, they his team crashed. Great, Just stop it. I don't want to hear it. That team was trash. <laughs> that team, bro, that team was trash. That team had no business going to the finals. Well, they had LeBron, so neither did Iverson's Philly team. LeBron had no other Hall of Famer on his team, even though Iris's team was trash too. But he at least had to came with Tumble to hold down the paint Hall of Famer. Oh, Elgowskis was a good player too. Yeah, but injuries kind of fucked him up. I feel like Galskis, he was an all star type player, but he ain't making Hall of Fame. It was kind of no, sucks. I mean, obviously, but still. Listen, LeBron, if you look at the things, he's played with the most all-stars out of all the players. That's all I got to say. Him and KD. Well, LeBron's carried the worst teams to the finals in NBA history, so we all know he can carry a team. So. I would say the Philly team was worse, but it, we'll, no, no, no. we'll keep it. <laughs> There's one Hall of Famer on that Cavs team. Philly team had at least two. Let's Come on. Stop it. Stop Yeah. It. I guess. We'll One see. Hall of Famer. I know Cam Tumble is older, but he's still a Hall of Famer, and he was still a defensive force during that time. Stop it. Listen. Listen. LeBron, number six on my list all the time. Yeah, yeah, Skip Bayless. Yeah. Like, Cammy Mutombo made the all-defensive team in 2001. Yes. Like, I don't want to hear it. LeBron's team was worse. <laughs> Listen, Skip LeBron's Bayless probably has LeBron at number 20, okay? Skip Bayless has LeBron at number nine. He's, he's on crack. Okay, you see, but that that's ridiculous. I don't think he's number nine. Kenny Smith tried to say LeBron ain't top ten. Y'all just haters, bro. That's that's Kenny Smith point. Yeah, he said it last year, twenty twenty. I don't think I don't think we're haters. I just think there's There's, so much hype given to LeBron. He lived up because of because of media, and it's I don't I just don't think I just don't think he's. Not that he's not worthy of it, but he's also one of the only players that played in the century where social media was a big thing. Sure. So being hyped up is a lot easier now. So I don't know. Media plays a big role nowadays in whatever, like a lot of opinions. I don't know. Mm. We'll, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> LeBron. Listen, if LeBron wins the championship this year, he still has a super team, and don't say he doesn't because he does. But he would have, he will beat another super team, right? So it cancels out. And yeah, if he beats, say, like, if he beats KD, Kyrie, and James Harden at thirty-eight, I would have, to, or however old he is, I would have to say he's a top five player ever. That's it. <laughs> you're on, bro. He's he's top three, man. Yeah. Oh, best all-around player we've ever seen. 
we've ever seen in terms of everything, scoring, passing, defending, rebounding, everything. He's not. He's not. He used to be a great defender. He has. He's, he has his moments in the playoffs. So that's where he usually saves his energy because he's older now. But when he from his early Cavs years and his Miami years, great defender. Listen, LeBron got carried off the court for a cramp. Pack him up. There we go. There we go with the hate again. Although Le- LeBron off the court is the goat. That's all I gotta say. Off the court, yeah, off the court. He's arguably the goat on the court too. <laughs> yo, yo, damn, bro, eighty. It's been an hour, twenty-five minutes. But yeah, so oh, honorable mentions real quick before I go. So I had James Worthy, Melo, Adrian Dantley, Bernard King, Alex English. Those are some honorable mentions right there. I would put my honorable mention. Oh, Paul James, Pierce too. I mean, I forget. Paul Pierce. Paul Pierce, James Worthy, Carmelo, English, and Dominique Wilkins. Oh, Dominique too. Oh shoot, I yo, that's it. <laughs> but I don't feel like Dominique's better than any of the ten small forwards I had. Nah, he's not. He, he, he was a great he, player. He, he, but... he didn't. He didn't win an MVP. He didn't win a finals. Win a championship. A finals MVP. He wasn't an all defensive team member. That's why all these other guys here were great scorers just like him. Uh, great defenders. One. Like, that's why. Small forward is low-key, like, loaded historically. No, yeah, they are. They're one of the best positions. They have some good players here. Yeah. Uh, I think center might be the most historically loaded. But, um, yeah, man. But, yeah. Um, it's been a, that was a great – that was some great controversy, bro. If you imagine – imagine we had – Someone else here, they'd probably oh, be yelling Chris, at me but Chris is never available, so that's why I said, F it, it's me and you. Yeah. Hell yeah. And I'm going to be doing I'm gonna be doing my own solo episode on 75 Greatest. I hope you tune into that too, bro. And I'm going to be you. putting an article out on my website too of 75 Greatest in order. Even though, even though I might want to change it in the future. Or, or I might be want to change it at, after I release it and be like, whatever. But um, yeah, man. It's been a great episode. I might save this. I might post. I'll let you know when I release it and tell you to shout it out. What he has because I got like one episode seventy five. I started, but I haven't really like gone at it yet. And then I'm gonna do another podcast this week on what's going on in sports. So either probably next week I'll release this or something like that. Let me know. Yeah, shout man. it out. I got you. And make sure your dad be tuning in too because <laughs> this is some great content. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna be like, what? 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 KD5? He probably won't agree with that. Yeah. But... KD's top. To me, he's top, at least top four. But um, we don't have our different opinions. But yeah, Although, man, been... I think I think I made a solid point with the guys I put ahead of him. But... Yeah, he did. He did. So, oh, well, yeah, man. It's been a great episode. I was glad to have you on once again, buddy. Thank you. Thank you. Peace out, Steve Nash. All right. I'll catch you. I'll see you. Peace. Well, that's going to do it, guys. That was a well-done episode, in my estimated opinion, on really debating the 10 greatest small force of all time with my good friend, Brendan DeJesus. We really got into it as his comment. I don't know how he has Kevin Durant at five. I, I, I don't know. I know Kevin Durant cheaped his way to those two rings in Golden State, but this guy's a remarkable talent, and he's one of the most skilled players we've ever seen. That's why I have him at 
three all time. I don't. He'll never pass Bird for me or LeBron. Just because those guys can make others better, better than he can. He's not. Doesn't have the passing chops and the natural feel for making others better like those two guys have. That's why I don't think he'll ever pass them. And they have more MVPs than him. So Bird has three. LeBron has four. And I don't think Durant's ever gonna get to three or four in his career with the level of talent that's coming to the league and that he has a loaded team in Brooklyn. So I don't think that's ever going to happen. He might win one more in his career, but I don't ever see him get to three or four. Um, but yeah, guys, this was 10 great small forwards in NBA history. Hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I'm DJ Hamilton, and I'll see you on next episode. Have a good day, everyone.